Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. I'm I'm unmuted now. Good morning, everybody. Happy Mindset Monday. Welcome, everybody. Hey, we got a great Monday here, and we're going to be talking about extreme differentiation this morning. And that's, uh, you know, about being different than everybody else out there, because that's really what it takes. You know, to make a difference, you got to be different. Would you agree with that? Nate, Wesley, Jason, Autumn, Jenny, I'm seeing Ryan, Brian, I'm seeing a whole bunch of people logging on right now you really got to stand out you know uh, you know we model our our businesses off of many many other people and we grow all the time and yet we still have to learn how to stand out don't we we've got to be different we've got to take risks to uh to continue to be different every single day i mean really you can't inspire and challenge others when you're just as fearful as they are about standing out and being noticed, right? If you're afraid to put yourself in a position where people disagree with you, you know, or you're afraid that you might get challenged or criticized, you know, you're really kind of holding yourself back. So think about that. You know, being different in and of itself is successful. You know, why? Because most of us have a hard time doing it. You know, standing tall on a, on, a, on a trophy stage, for example, you know, that's actually pretty easy. But when you actually stand up to the rest of the world, when you're somewhat of an outsider, um, as the bearer maybe of an original idea, or, you know, you're that actually takes a lot of effort. Would you agree with that? I'm seeing some heads shaking. Yes. Trying something new, trying something different. And sometimes it, it's taking a risk. I remember back when I started my career 21 years ago, people were not branding themselves in real estate. We all had our traditional you know, broker cards. And I remember going to my first mastermind group. There was a mastermind group. It was actually in Las Vegas. And I met with this agent and and he was doing a lot of deals and he was in, in another area. And he said, let me see your business card. And he said, you are just like everybody else. And I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, you need to brand yourself. And I said, what do you mean brand myself? And I didn't understand what that meant because nobody was doing it back then. Nobody. And I came back and I actually did it. My brokers kind of kicked and screamed at me a little bit, but I did it. And it was interesting how that came to pass. And it, you know, I it was funny that some of the some of the um, little feedback I got was, you know, uh, was more about you know ego and stuff. And I said it's not about ego; it's about marketing, right? It's about standing out and being different than everybody else. So you got to let go of some of the noise you hear to be a little bit different and be brave enough to take some of those actions. So it's not entirely our fault though, that we might be a little bit reserved to do some of this, because if you think back to when we're kids, we're sort of raised this way, you know, as we enter school, we're raised to fit in, aren't we? We're raised to, you know, not make a scene when we go out in public. We're raised to get along with others. And I'm not saying don't get along with others. You know, you want to do, we do want to do that. And yet at the same time, you know, we're often, so, you know, we're often, if we speak up, sometimes we're shut down too soon. So some of us have learned not to speak up because 
we've been, you know, quieted. Maybe that comes in our families or something like that. So it's interesting, you know, that some of those qualities are maybe ingrained in us that we may not even realize. So I'm trying to bring these to your attention today. So that's something that you might be able to think about and work on on your own because we can work on these things within ourselves. These qualities, you know, don't really produce real success. Real success is the opposite of being like everybody else. So be your true self. You know, think about your passions that set you apart. Um, you know, those are the things that are going to produce those breakthroughs that we're talking about. It's not just not a talent to fit in everywhere. Uh, being different won't always cause you to, to um, get public applaud, by the way. This is actually interesting, too. You know, you're not going to get a bunch of people raving and giving you applauds, you know. But here's the thing. They're going to privately respect you. Have you experienced that? You know, when you take an action, you might not get a lot of accolades right away, but people are going like, they'll start noticing like, wow, you know, we actually did that. They might have been thinking about doing, but we're afraid to take the step to do it. And you actually did it. You know, you actually did it. And then they're like, ah, darn, I was thinking about doing now you did it before me or she did it before me, you know. So take the actions and they may not publicly applaud you, at least not at first, but secretly they're going to uh, respect you. So how do you do, you know, how do you really show up in, in differentiators? Well, it's really the behaviors, right? It's really the behaviors. I'm going to share a story with you and, and I'm actually going to kind of read it because I, even though I know this story, I loved it. And uh, for those of you who are football pros out there, I don't want to get any of the, I don't want to get any of the, um, the details wrong, but I really love this story. And it's about Jerry Rice. When Jerry Rice entered the NFL in 1985, there was only two teams that were speaking to him. His apparent lack of speed troubled the scouts evaluating players and the college that he played at Mississippi Valley State University wasn't even a top tier school. The scouts agreed that Rice was actually really good, but was he good enough for the big leagues? San Francisco 49ers decided to take a gamble on Rice. They traded picks with New England. I don't know if any of you remember this. They traded picks with New England to get him, and Rice didn't dis disappoint. In fact, he was named the NFC Offensive Rookie of the Year. Okay, some of you may remember back here. I talked about my, this with my husband last night. But Jerry wanted more than that. He wanted to be more than a good receiver. He wanted to be extraordinary. There was a small problem, though. He made too many mistakes. <laughs> he made too many mistakes. He dropped the ball too much. And he was often hurt. So he had to do something. He had to do something that was different. So what did he do? He decided to step it up a notch. On the off season, when all the other players were now resting, he decided to train and train hard. He, what he did, and this is, I thought was really interesting, is he ran hills near his house. There was a two and a half mile uphill uh, run that he did every day. And he ran it at a sprinter's pace, you know, just grinding through the pain uphill every day, two and a half miles. So he, when he showed up to training camp that year, four days early, he was actually in the top physical shape that would define the rest of his hall of fame career. I'm going somewhere there with this. Two years later, he led the NFL in touchdown receptions with a number twice what anyone else in the league had ever accomplished. Over the next 20 years, he went on to break or create just about every wide receiver record on the books. 
even at the end of his NFL career, Jerry was one of the fastest and most competitive wide receivers in the game against defenders 15 to 20 years younger than him. Okay, so why did I read that story? He set himself apart, didn't he? He could have fit right in. He did get the risk. They gave him a chance. He got in the NFL. He was good. He didn't need to go above and beyond. He was already there, right? A lot of you, I mean, just relating this to our agent industry, a lot of us are there. We already have great businesses, but can we be better? Can we push it a little bit further? Can we stand out just a little bit more? Jerry was naturally talented in the beginning, but so were dozens of other football players who played right beside him. He had good instincts, but so did dozens of others. What he did was he differentiated himself from the other players through extreme behavior. That's what this agent power huddle is about today. He was willing to push the limits. Now, you probably don't need to run brutal hills every day like Jerry did, but you do need to be different. And being different is what makes the difference. So you're getting my point here, right? Um, a lot of people are, you know, maybe watching us on Facebook Live or listening to the podcast. You're on with us here on Asian Power Huddle. However, you're receiving this message, just, you know, take some copious notes. It's not about doing something better than anyone else. Look within. It's about pushing the limits. It's about pushing the limits beyond what everyone else dares to do. Remember, you may have this great idea that you've been thinking about doing, but you haven't really taken the action because maybe you're afraid of what other people might think. Let go of it. Maybe the best idea out there. Okay. Understand the only limits that exist are those in your head. What stands in your way of greatness isn't challenges or obstacles. What stands in your way is the misguided belief that what you want is impossible. Pushing your limits is the ultimate differentiator to the possible. All right, so that prefaced into five ways that I'm going to talk about right now to push those limits. And we're doing really great on time here today. So you might even be able to unmute yourself and, and join in. Uh, five ways. The first one is understanding the fears that are really going to drive you. So pushing your limits starts with awareness. It, you know, it's the scary stuff that you're afraid to admit. So scary stuff that you're afraid to admit. You know, when you start looking at your demons in the eye of, you know, start admitting your weaknesses. Um, that's where you're going to start seeing where, where the breakthroughs are going to come from. Um, I have a photo shoot tomorrow. I, I partnered with my lender, not we're doing them together, but for more of accountability. We have hired a photographer and a, and a person that's going to be taking on more of our social media because I'm not doing enough of Instagram. And we all know we got to be present, right? So it was more of an accountability. And we know that Reels is now more, you know, it's important now. And, and it's kind of been one of my, my, I don't want to say fears, but kind of, you know, I just not used it. It's not a habit and it's not something that's in my daily routine. And it's just been something that I'm like, God, I know I've been needing to do. So it's a fear of kind of putting that in my own face and doing it over and over and over again. We're going to push that tomorrow. Understanding it, though, understanding why is that important? Why is that important? It's a limiting belief that I have that that's only something that somebody half my age does. Because now I'm starting to see a lot of real estate professionals that I highly respect, mind you, highly, highly respect. 
that are, that I'm starting to follow now on Instagram that are doing some spectacular reels as they're staging their homes and doing their listings. I'm going, man, I'm really missing something here in my business because I haven't been doing that. So I don't, I'm just using that as an example in my own business. You guys can fill in the gaps of your own, but this is how I'm identifying my own gaps in my own uh, life. All right. Number two, demand the extra effort from yourself, even when it doesn't seem possible. You know, you might really think you're giving 100 percent. I mean, you ask somebody, all right, are you really playing full out? And somebody says, yes, I am giving everything I have. Really? Are you really giving everything you have? Tony Robbins said this best in one of the classes. They take, you know, he, he said, well, somebody comes up to him. He said, well, I've tried everything. Really? Everything? You've tried everything? And then he starts going down everything? And then he starts throwing off all these different things. And, and then they start backpedaling. Well, maybe not everything. No, you haven't tried everything. So you might think you're giving 100%. It's probably not likely. Put in extra effort. The bottom line is nobody is going to work harder for your goals. And nobody's going to care more about your goals than you. Right. You are in the driver's seat. We talked about that a few weeks ago uh, in the agent power hunter. Remember when we were in the back seat and I said, get out of the back seat, walk around the car, get into the front seat, sit yourself in the driver's seat. You are in control now. Remember, put in extra effort. You're going to do whatever it takes. Look back to number one, identify those fears. What's what's holding you back? What's that limitation? Number two. Give over 100%, whatever it takes. Push your limits. All right. Number three, I touched on this earlier. This is a lot easier for me now that I'm 57, but I will tell you a while back ago, it wasn't as easy. So um, stop worrying about what other people think about you. <laughs> You know, stop worrying about it so much. I'll tell you, you know, someone else's opinion is the number one reason you're going to fail. Really, are you willing to trade the fabulous you? <laughs> are you really willing to trade the fabulous you for some idiot out there <laughs> who has an opinion? Because really, they're just projecting. If they have anything to say at all, they're really just projecting their own insecurities. And I see some head shaking. Yes, their own insecurities because they're not doing something. They're usually just feeling like, you know what? I'm not doing something. So I'm feeling insecure. So they're going to project their own insecurities on you. Let it go. Let it go. It's theirs to own, not yours. It's their journey. And you got to let that go. Um, by the way, too many people, you know, they're too worried about about what you're thinking of them. So so just don't even don't even pay any attention to that. Just do your thing and let it go. Um, so I know it sounds easier said than done, but you just kind of have to. Number four. Deliberately place yourself in challenging situations where failure seems likely. Now, we've heard this before, you know, you're going to fail your way forward. That's just life. I mean, that, you know, if you're not failing, you're not, you're not taking enough risks. That's bottom line. You know, you've got to, you know, you're going to fail. And when you fail, you just find another way. 
All right. You just if you you fail at something, you're like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try this. So I know it sounds strange. I'm not going to set you up for failure. I'm just going to stretch you for growth a little bit. So anybody can be a winner when it's easy. So most of us win when it's easy. But if when you want to push your limits, you want to go for something a little bit higher, you're going to challenge yourself. So gamble on yourself and take that risk. And that means sometimes backing yourself into a corner and that motivation is going to really get you going because now you're like, okay, I set that bar high. Like I have that appointment tomorrow. We're going and we're doing it. (laughs) All right. It's been kind of on my, right, Wesley? I've kind of had that on my to-do list for a little while and I keep talking about it. I'm like, okay, we're setting it. It's in the book. It's on the books. It's I've got somebody else doing it with me and we've got the, you know, finally it was just like I teach, you know, the action plans in place, the map is in place, right? Last part of this today, this is actually a shorter one uh, on Asian Power Hour today, is really questioning everything. You know, always come from curiosity. Always come from curiosity. You're never going to know everything. You know, I'm not a know-it-all. You're not a know-it-all. We're never going to know everything. Like to think we are, but we're not. You know, we're always learning. We're always growing. And, you know, pushing your limits means always learning something new learning something new. Um, when I was uh, team lead for, for Keller Williams, there was um, a really cool, um, the steps to mastery. And I like to really bring that back. It's really simple. And I like to think about this as learning something new and then mastering. So when you don't know something, you're in something called unconscious incompetence. Have you ever heard of that? Unconscious incompetence means you don't know what you don't know. You flat out just don't know what you don't know. That's called unconscious incompetence. Once you start realizing, hey, I had no clue about that, but now I realize I don't know anything about that. Now you're in conscious incompetence. You realize, okay, I don't know about that. I don't, I know I need to learn about it, but now you're unconscious incompetence. And now you're going to start with effort learning about it. Now you start getting a little bit better at whatever that is. And now you're in conscious competence. You're working at it, okay? You're working at it and you're in conscious competence. And as you practice over and over and over in whatever you're learning, practicing it over and over and over, it becomes mastery because now you get into a place called unconscious competence where you can do it without even thinking about it. So question everything because that's how you go from unconscious incompetence clear up to mastery, and then the cycle continues over and over and over again. So in being different, it's going to continue the cycle of your growth. It's going to continue the growth of your business. It's going to continue to allow you to expand your your own knowledge, meet great people, and challenge yourself in every level you can get to. We actually got through that pretty quick today, everybody. I didn't. I, oh, I know also why the audience isn't with us, and neither is Jesse. Usually, I got some people interjecting with me on this call. Anybody else want to join in? Nate, Wes, Dave, Jason, you guys want to add anything in on this call today? Anybody want to unmute? Well. Listen, you guys are wonderful. I hope you have a wonderful week this week. This is the Mindset Monday. And I hope you enjoyed this call today and just take it away and go have a very powerful, powerful week. Thanks, everybody. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.